If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. This is the Joe Hoff Show on TNT Radio. Well, Happy New Year and welcome to the Joe Hoff Show, the first show of 2024. And we've got a great guest for us starting the year off. We've got great guests all week as always. And uh, welcome and uh, get ready because this is going to be one crazy, crazy uh, year. We all know it. So uh, God bless America, this world, you, me, and uh, all that's going on. And uh, this has been my prayers over the weekend. Just hear, you know, hear us, dear God, and help us to make it through this year. Uh, not just uh, th- not just survive it, but thrive through it. And that's uh, that's where we want to be. So thank you all for for listening in, for watching the show. Uh, reminder: you can always go to TNT and go back and listen to prior shows. There's the uh, Joe Hoff shows available there. I also uh, embed the show. After the show, uh, at uh, www.joehoft.com, there I also have articles of the day and as well as any other interviews I might have throughout the week. So I appreciate you going there. And I uh, put up an article this morning already about the uh, uh, the 2020 steal. I thought, well, it's a good idea right now for people to jump in and, and go back and see what happened in 2020. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done to ensure that it doesn't happen again in 2024. Our guest today, uh, Christina Bob's written a book on uh, the 2020 steal. I've written three books on the steal, and we'll be discussing that after our first break. So great way to start off the year with President Trump's attorney, Christina Bob, and uh, who's really knowledgeable of all that happened after 2020. Christina at the time worked for OAN. And uh, after years in the U.S. military, she was a JAG officer, I believe. Uh, she was a major in the uh, military, and we can confirm that with her later. But in addition to that, uh, then she worked for Homeland Security and then worked her way to uh, to the uh, to the uh, to the, basically to working for President Trump after the 2020 election. Her work was instrumental. Uh, in the election and ensuring uh, or after the election and really just being there and listening to people, seeing what they had uh, to say and learning so much that way. I learned that uh, while I was a corporate executive uh, in Asia for years. You really learn a lot by just getting out there and visiting people and talking to them on site. There's something that you pick up there that you wouldn't pick up when you're sitting back in a home office or or elsewhere, there's something really magical. You really learn the truth by going out on site and gaining information that way. And Christina was certainly a part of that after the 2020 election, working with OAN. I remember she was there for a month or so in Maricopa, maybe longer, as they continued with that audit after the 2020 election. Which I, which I now looking back, was kind of a, it was it was quite a mess. There was a lot of there was a lot of. Uh, monkey business going on the there was the work wasn't done uh in, in my opinion looking back i wrote about this in my last book on the steel uh, volume three there wasn't a lot of, of uh th- th- there were things that were just weren't done professionally for example the uh, presentation uh, should have been better should have s- stuck uh, to it like we did in audit committees around the world you'd get go straight to the point lay it out start with the biggest issue first and and lay them all out and uh, so that the board knows exactly what's going on in the audit committee. So that's the way it should have been done. Instead, it was a f- like four-hour presentation and 
mixed in there and buried within the presentation was was the uh, truth behind the uh, behind the 2020 election and what had happened. The other thing that happened in that Maricopa audit was that they immediately discounted and 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 uh, agreed to not look at any of the voter signatures, uh, which was a huge mistake. That's where the fraud was. There was a massive number of ballots that were inserted into the election in 2020 that uh looking back the uh signatures did not match we we knew that and that that should have been the first thing in addition to that there was uh information uh, that was destroyed like the day before the audit it information that from systems that never should have uh, that never should have happened those people should have been arrested and thrown in jail and uh, thirdly uh, we found out that every single box that had been reviewed within the first three days, 13 pallets of boxes uh, where these ballots were stored, every single box, the seal had been broken. That uh, enough was to uh, to ensure that you could not, could not, it's impossible to uh, have any any sort of answer of when that was going on. So lots of shenanigans there, but Christina was out there. She was on top of it all reporting on it. And it'll be fun to talk to her about that as well. So we'll be talking about that as well as I hope to get into these crazy uh, lawsuits uh, that President Trump's involved in. It looks more and more how dire and drastic the Biden administration and and his allies, which would be, I guess, China, the UK and others, uh, what they are really up to. They do not want another four years of President Trump. And I think they're pretty concerned that if Trump gets into office, there'll be some major changes and hopefully some major indictments with people involved in the uh, Biden team. The uh, the situation is dire in the U.S. today. We're seeing millions of people crossing that border. Tomorrow we have Michael Yan on. He's down in the uh, Panama and down at the southern border. He uh, Today I put a piece up at joehoff.com where he's talking and he sent me a couple, a picture and a video over the weekend what's going on down there at the Dar Darien Pass in Panama, this dangerous area that people have to cross getting from South America to New to, to uh, North America in Panama. That's just uh, amazing. And there is a facility, I believe for Chinese, just for Chinese individuals that are coming to the US. Another piece I just put up at joehoff.com before, uh, before the show is that they're saying that uh, the Biden administration is, is not vetting uh, properly, the Chinese nationals that are coming into the U.S., uh, the illegals, the Chinese illegals that are coming into the U.S. So what we're seeing then is individuals from China coming into the U.S., not vetted like anybody, not like anybody is being vetted down there on the border anyways, but the Chinese are getting a, almost a free pass. So what is Joe Biden doing other than working for China right now? It's unbelievable. So we've got China involved with the Biden administration. And then in addition to that, I put together a series of stories over the past five days that came out of LaRouche Pack, and they were fascinating. I did not know this information. We had one guest on the show, maybe a couple. We've had Mel Kay on before. She's alluded to this, and there was another guest that we had who alluded to this as well, that Britain has been involved in the uh, U.S. ever since the revolution. They've been they, they there are ties to Britain and the assassination of Lincoln. I had no idea. I put a piece up on that a couple of days ago. Uh, Wilkes Booth, uh, who was the who murdered Lincoln, shot him in the head at the Ford Theater 
he apparently had been visiting with the uh, Canadians who were working for the uh, for London. And that happened a few times before the assassination of Lincoln. And that was going on, uh, and the British were involved in that. And then they goes on to uh, another another document or, or report that we laid out this past weekend was that McKinley, who was also assassinated, she was assassinated. There's connections to England there as well. And after McCarthy passed away, Teddy Roosevelt came in. Teddy Roosevelt's uncle apparently was a Confederate who was tied to James Wilkes Booth. And Teddy Roosevelt speaks fondly of that uncle. And yet that, uh, and then when uh, McKinley dies and Teddy Roosevelt becomes president, he was vice president at the time, he changed all these policies that McKinley had in place and really tied us to the to Britain, the same entity that was involved in the assassinations of Lincoln and McKinley. And uh, so that was fascinating. And then this latest piece I, I put up uh, yesterday was that Britain has connections to the JFK assassination, that there was this movie, maybe you've seen it, it's uh, by Oliver Stone about JFK, I think it was called JFK. It was about this guy in New Orleans who who did an, an investigation into Kennedy's uh, assassination, and he tied in a number of people, including uh, individuals that were tied close to Britain. So we have all of this going on, and um, and Britain was involved in a lot. And then you look back at the 20, uh, 2020 or 2017, 16, this whole Russia collusion sham who was behind it more than anybody but Britain? I wrote about this at the time. I remember it was one of the first people to say, hey, let's look at this. Is it Russians that are involved in, uh, in, in messing with the U.S. or is it Britain? Because at that time, we started to see the Steele dossier. This guy, Steele, is, was an MI6 officer in Britain. Uh, the uh, guy by the name of Halper was in Britain who set up and uh, George Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos, Flynn, and um, Carter Page all were set up in England. Uh, the British were all over the Russia collusion sham. And uh, Dear Love was another one. Another individual from Australia was involved. It's it's as if Britain had more to do with the oust and the, the attempted coup d'etat of President Trump than Russia ever did. There's, as a matter of fact, any evidence of Russia, I still don't know if I've even recall seeing any. So, but we do have evidence that Britain was involved. So this is quite a mind twist for somebody like me who grew up thinking that Britain was our was our good friend since the war, you know, war of 1812. Not so. Britain was helping the Confederacy. This article we put out a couple of days about Lincoln being assassinated with the help of Britain was the fact that Britain was supplying arms to the Confederacy. They they needed the cotton coming out of the South, and they didn't want to see the North uh, turn into an in industrial competitor. So they were helping the South, the Confederacy, in their attempt to become a, a, a separate nation. And, and Britain was breaking through the blockades by the North, and working with the Confederacy, including uh, Jefferson Davis and others. And, and apparently in this piece as well, Jefferson Davis, Robert E. Lee, and others were involved in the assassination of, uh, of uh, Abraham Lincoln. So 
all sorts of crazy information out there that I had no idea of that we've been protected from in our history books growing up. It's amazing how that works. And, uh, and uh, to the uh, victor, I guess, uh, is is history. And and we haven't uh, had a lot of uh, criticism of Britain over the last, in my lifetime especially. They were our allies in World War II against the Nazis. They were our allies in World War I against the Germans uh, as well. And so really, uh, maybe a time to revisit some of that. And that's what some of these pieces uh, lay out for you. There's been... All sorts of information that went on over the weekend. Uh, this morning, there was even a, a reported explosion in New York City and near the Roosevelt Bridge, is my understanding, at Roosevelt Island. I'm not exactly sure where that is. I'm not an expert on New York City, but that, apparently a number of firefighters were out this morning on that. You know, praying, you know, when I, when you hear things like that now with all these illegals in the country, you start really thinking, is this what's going to happen next? Is this what we're waiting for? We're all saying, here we go. Kind of like on election night, as soon as Georgia said, well, we've stopped counting for the night. And the media shared that about Georgia. It was like, well, here we go. It's all it's all falling together now. So, anyways, uh, we're starting off 2024. It's uh it's a uh, gonna be, I think it's gonna be a crazy year. I think uh there could, you know, we there's some people uh, that are praying a lot. There's a there's a lot of people that wonder if we're gonna make it through this year. I'll tell you what, I'm working with a team and I'll be sharing more about this throughout the year called Fate 2024. Uh the fate stands for a fair and transparent elections 2024 group of uh, incredible professionals. We have uh, a surgeon, uh, ER doctor, uh, uh, controllers, financial controllers, financial CFOs, uh, auditors involved, IT auditors involved. We've got uh, uh, engineers, some incredible experts in that regard. Just an incredible team of professionals that we've put together. And our effort is to trying to figure out how we can save this 2024 election. And I'll be sharing more about that as time goes by this year. And I appreciate your support and help in that regard. And we'll be sharing more about that as the year goes by. But right now we're going to pass. We're going to, we're going to take a quick break and we will bring in after the break, the great Christina Bob as our first guest for the 2024 year on the Joe Hoff show. So hold tight. We'll be right back with Christina. Jeremy now on TNT radio. Being South African, I'm, I know the situation and it's incredibly dire. Basically our farmers, mostly white have been under attack for years and years and years. And when I say attack, I mean that physically, don't I? Yes, um, since the dawn of democracy in South Africa, since 1994, we had an average of uh, one farm attack every second day. Um, so it averages around uh, 175 to 190 farm attacks every year. And we had a farm murder on average every fifth day. Um, but over the last few months, both those numbers have picked up. Murders in other sectors of society are not accompanied by the same levels of brutality and torture as you will find in farm murders. Jeremy Nell on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Back in time and who was Mike Flynn? He was the National Security Advisor 
to the president. Why is it that they go after me so hard? Why me? Why does Barack Obama only talk about two people to the incoming president of the United States? When I was sentenced, the judge says, you have been convicted of lying to cover up for Donald Trump. To which I say, cover up what? Russian collusion? There was no Russian collusion to cover up. We see in today's current uh, scenario with President Joe Biden, who came in with high expectations, that he has been viewed as divisive. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom. The liberal media say, well, this is his love for his son, and yes, he's going to protect his son. But let me tell you, a lot of fathers love their sons, but their sons had to go to jail when they broke the law. This moment, people see a lot of those telltale signs of a far left drift to the country. Whether you're talking about socialism or you're talking about communism, socialism is just a kinder cousin of communism. But the goal is the same, for the state to have control of every aspect of your life. We have multiple hearings on different agencies that have actually just gone rogue. They took fewer men in the takedown of El Chapo than they did to arrest me. And Comey went back to his organization and brought his other thugs together to basically give them the ground rules. Okay, here's how we're gonna, here's what we're gonna do. And give, now I need some ideas about how to execute this, basically this act of treason. I think we all know, James Comey, that you're a great storyteller because you made up the entire story about Crossfire Hurricane. So it's really fitting that a criminal like yourself wrote a crime novel. Do you remember me? Remember me from your book signing? It doesn't matter whether they're Republican or Democrat. People will sell their soul to obtain an ounce of political power in Washington, D.C. I don't even know that draining the swamp is the appropriate metaphor anymore after what we've seen these last four years. We need basically an exorcism in Washington, D.C. When, you know, Satan is tempting Jesus in the desert, I'll, I'll give you all the riches of the world. I'll give you everything. All you have to do is bow to me. That's what Barack Obama has done. That's what Jim Comey has done. That's what these bastards have done. The Fall of Deceit at SalemNow.com. Today's News Talk Radio. I do a lot of streaming radio. I do a lot of free streaming. TNTradio.live. Hey, we're back. This is Joe Hoft on The Joe Hoft Show, and I'm so thrilled and and uh, and and really blessed to introduce our first guest of the year. And it's one of my favorite people in this whole world who's just a hero, really, of mine. And she's done so much great work for this country. And it's the great Christina Bob. Christina, welcome to The Joe Hoff Show. Hey, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And Happy New Year. Thank you. And Happy New Year to you. 2024. Can you believe it's here? Oh, my gosh. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. You know, like, wow. Only 364 days till 2025. The countdown can't begin. Yeah, yeah. I know. So. so what do you expect to happen in 2024? What's your predictions? Maybe we should start I, right with that. Sure. I, I think it's going to be a wild ride. I think the crazy establishment, those that have their talons in control of this country, um, and, you know, in the power centers of this country are going to pull out all the stops to keep their talents on the power structure of the United States of America. And I, I think it's going to be rough. Uh, I think there'll be scary times, but I, I do think ultimately we will prevail. I believe in our constitution. I believe our constitution is a divinely inspired document. Um, and I don't think there's any person or group of people stronger than our constitution. I think ultimately this corruption will bow to it. Um, but it, it is going to be a battle for sure. Mm. 
That's interesting you say that. I've had another guest on the show. Her name was uh, Gaia Mariani. She's from Italy. And she was involved in translating some uh, when I was interviewed over there a few times. And and she's been great. And she's helped support me with my books. Apparently, my book uh, has been translated. It's been translated to Italian. And it goes on sale, I think, this month. So they're selling it in Italy. Congratulations. Thank you. And she was saying this... uh, you know, she couldn't believe what happened over here because in Italy, you just go into the local school, you bring in your little your little pamphlet or whatever, you give them an ID, you go vote, you come back, they stamp your pamphlet, they give you back your ID and you leave. And that night, the yeah. election results are done. And it's real simple. And she couldn't believe what had happened here with, you know, as, you know, as we both have laid COVID it out in our books. and voting and all that stuff. Yeah. Everything, everything. And your book as well, you've, you were, I'm, I'm thrilled to be on with you because you know a lot about this as well. You've written a book as well that's done really well about the yeah. 2020 election. Yeah, and, I think um, it's stealing you, your vote. Uh, Sorry, I was going to mm-hmm. say the title. No, go ahead. What said. can you tell us about that? Yeah, how's that book going? Yeah. It's called Stealing Your Vote, the Inside Story of the 2020 Election and What It Means for 2024. It's doing really well. I'm, I'm happy with it so far. Um, I think mm-hmm. the big push will come, you know, as we really get into campaign season later this year. Um, but yeah, I think I think Americans are hungry for truth. Uh, I think people across the world, even in Italy, you know, your book's translated. Yeah. I, I think people are hungry for truth because we're finally starting to realize that we've been lied to. We've been lied to for decades. And the establishment media continues to push lies that we now recognizing and we now recognize are hurting us. They're, they're lies to deprive us of our rights, of our privileges, as our roles uh, as Americans. And uh, I, I think people just really want, want the truth. And that's why podcasts are becoming popular and alternative sources of media you know, Gateway Pundit has been a, a great source, a great alternative to CNN, um, at least online, uh, for people who who want to know what's actually going on. So, I think we are we are seeing a resurgence of people actively seeking truth. Amen. And um, something that you said too that this girl from Italy shared, uh, Gaia, she says the Constitution is the greatest constitution ever. She goes, no other constitution matches it. She says, we can't go to Italy's constitution because our constitution is built on the on the bottom up. It's we the people on this country. And in other countries, she says, no, we vote in like an emperor in Italy, basically. He's over everything. Yep. And uh, that doesn't happen in the U.S. This constitution was yeah. so well designed. And they, they they are trying to destroy it and take away our freedom and uh, really ultimately through the election. So I, I agree, Christine. I think 2024 is going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of challenges. There could be some really, really scary moments, I think, with all these illegals yeah. here in the country. I mean, just this morning, I heard New York had a uh, explosion or something. The firefighters were looking into that near Roosevelt oh, wow. Island or something. Yeah. And as soon as you hear that, what do you think? I think illegals. I think, of you course. know, terrorists, you know? Yep. Yeah. We, I mean, we don't know who these people are and there's millions of them now, you know? Uh, and if we don't, we don't know who they are. We don't know where they're coming from and, um, you know, what their intentions here in the United States are. The left loves to say, oh, they're all just seeking economic opportunity. Well, one, that's not a legal reason for immigration, for illegally entering the country. Um, and two, if that's really what they're doing, then come in the legal way and, and seek, you know, lawful documentation. 
Um, and the left likes to tell us, oh, it's sympathetic and we have to be kind. It, it's not kind mm -hmm. to destroy Crazy. our own borders. These people are getting raped and pillaged along the way. Many of them end up dead. I mean, we've seen the images from our southern border with the number of you know, clothing. And I hate to even mention the pieces of underwear and the garments that are stripped from these people by the cartels. The cartels do not have their best interest in mind. And we're supposed to pretend like we're being humanitarian by allowing them to take that trek. We're not. It needs to stop. Hmm. I've got uh, Michael Jans coming on the show tomorrow from Panama. He's done great work on the border. And he just sent some information. There's like a facility down in Panama just for the Chinese. And he's talking about how these China and another piece came out by Daily Caller this morning about how the Chinese are uh, uh, being vetted easier, I guess, given a lot of a big pass by the Biden administration as they cross. Oh, I'm the sure. Country, the Chinese of course illegals. they are. I'm sure. It's I mean, crazy. Joe Biden, Joe Biden's in the pocket of China, of course. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, it, it's just so infuriating to think China's not our ally. They want America to be destroyed, whether they do it themselves or we do it internally. They are not our ally. And for Joe Biden to be kowtowing to them for his own personal benefit, we now have information from Congress that says they've uh, subpoenaed the bank records and they've seen the money transactions and there's money coming in from foreign countries, including China, that goes straight to Joe Biden. Well, I shouldn't say straight. It goes, <laughs> it goes circularly, but it ends up, the money ends up in the hands of Joe Biden. Uh, it's, it's an affront to the American people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. So what um, what do you think about the election then? Has there been enough work uh, to date to uh, clean it up enough that we, we right. feel that we're going to get a pretty fair share? Or what do you think? I think there needs to be more work done. I th think it's possible, of course. I wouldn't be you know, where I'm at on the team that I'm at if I didn't think a fair election was possible. But we have more work to do. There has been some good progress, but um, I don't think it's good enough. I would encourage every viewer... Right, every viewer, every listener to the show to go to causeofamerica.org. That's C-A-U-S-E, causeofamerica.org. And reach out to them to find someone in your local area, in your county, in your precinct, who is doing work to secure the election and join them. This isn't one of those situations where we can sit back, watch our TV and wag our finger at everybody. We need to get involved in our local elections. It needs to be cleaned from the bottom up. Uh, it has to be cleaned at the county level. And the only way that happens is if the American people get involved and actually clean up their own counties. So, yeah, I mean, yes, it, it can happen. I think we're we're making good progress, but 2022 proved we're not there yet, you know, and we, we need to continue to make progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fantastic. Who's can I ask you who's with Cause of America? What what individuals? I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah, <laughs> so it's actually Mike Lindell's website. Um, he doesn't run the groups. He just created a network so that many of the groups in that area who want to be part of Cause America will reach out to Mike and have him in, you know, of course, his team vets them to make sure they're legitimate. Um, and he has calls with them and, and does a very thorough job of trying to figure out who these groups are to see what they've done. And then all he does is manage the network and say, you know, if you live in this zip code, these are the groups in your zip code that are actually doing real election work. Um, and he does. He has a call with them all every single week. Uh, he has um, uh, he has representatives in every single county in the country. That's how thorough his network is. is he has gotten reps, representatives in every single county from these groups 
so if you're an American and you live in America and you want to get involved, Michael and Bill will have someone in your area that can can help you get involved in this project. That's great. That's great news. I think I, I have been on a call or two with Cause of America. I just kind of was trying to remember who was running that. Uh, yeah. That's great. I, I was going to tell you, too, we started a group. Maybe I shared this with you before. I started put together a group of professionals. There's probably, I don't know, roughly 30 of us now. We've got some doctors, some uh, controllers, some CFOs, some engineers, some uh, plumbers, uh, real estate uh, executives, et cetera that have joined this, just a bunch of uh, professionals and uh, some real smart people. And we've decided that we were going to do something too, because we just didn't know if anything was happening. So what we did is our strategy, and I, I can share with this later offline, but our strategy is to identify or really map out the election process. We want to have mm -hmm. that done by year end, which means by today. And, and, yeah. I, and I tell you what, about a month ago, we weren't even close. And I tell you, and then a couple of people joined the team and they have just done incredible work and we're, we're there. Great. And so we've cool. mapped this out. And the, anyways, the our, our, our strategy, yeah, map it out, identify the controls that are missing, and then figure out ways that we can put in place. We can not without relying on others. Can we fix this process, you know, and, and so that we can have a fighting chance in 2024. All we want. It's, it's fair and, and transparent elections. That's yeah. it. I think that's yeah. all anybody no. wants. And you're exactly right. And your your project proves the point is a couple people. All it takes is a couple people to get involved. The right people with the right skill set, with the right motivation, all of that. And it makes a big difference. So I'm excited to see your project and see what you guys mm. are doing and you know how, how mm. it's all going to play out. But I really, really encourage the viewers to please get involved. We need you. We need you working your local counties. I don't care if you live in New York, believe it or not, there's great organizations in New York that are doing a lot of really great work to clean up elections. Same in California. I mean, at least one county that I'm aware of has gotten rid of the machines because the citizens were really concerned about, you know, the, the authenticity of the results. And so they said, okay, we'll, we'll get rid of them. We'll do it. You know, a hand count in California. Yeah. That's in California. Yeah. So stuff, yeah, that's fantastic. You know, there are good things happening, um, but we need we need a lot of people. Every American needs to throw their weight behind this. Yeah, and I, I agree. And I think and I think, too, that, uh, you know, we need miracles, too. And I believe yeah. in miracles. Oh, yeah. I believe they're going to happen. And, and I, I, just yeah. like with this group a month ago, I wouldn't have guessed that we'd be where we were at today. But just the right people came in and boom, boom, boom. We've got the thing mapped out, started out. We've got it, it looking so impressive. Now it's now it's now it's now more hard work. We've got to figure out. We know what's broken. Execution. Now, yeah. now we've got to and and you know have these creative ideas, maybe from God, to help us. Uh, yeah. Uh, I figure out a way that we can uh, put in place controls that uh, that will ensure you know yeah. just fair and transparent election. That's all we want. I'll, I'll I'll share more with that with you later too. Maybe we can get you to join our group one night to just kind of yeah. say something that I know that'd be really uh, encouraging to the whole group. So so yeah, uh, cool. I'll reach out to you on that. And uh, so, what do you think now? Kind of changing directions for right now. What's going on with all these court cases? What's your synopsis? <laughs> Maybe we could kind of just go through them. Where where are we at? Yeah, the left is trying so hard to do everything they can to prevent Donald Trump from becoming president. And actually, this is a great segue because it proves the point that I had said earlier, which is 
we have a chance at a, a fair election or we have we have a chance for Donald Trump to win this thing. And the left knows it. They know that. That's why they're going so hard on these court cases. That's why they're trying so hard to render him ineligible, to take him off the ballot, to throw him in jail. They're doing all of these things because they know Donald Trump could win this election. There is a, there is a possibility that he's going to win this election. Um, whether it's rigged or not. I mean, they're still looking at it, thinking that they've got it rigged. And even with it rigged, they're concerned that Donald Trump could still win. I mean, without the rigging and, and you know getting rid of a lot of the obstacles in the way, Donald Trump wins in a landslide. He wins in a landslide. So that's what they're doing with these cases. I mean, I, I think the one that's making the headlines the most right now is the ballot access case out of Colorado, uh, where the Colorado Supreme Court said, no, we don't have to include him on the ballot. And then you get this crazy secretary of state in Maine who says unilaterally with, you know, no consultation of anyone of any court and not Congress and not the state legislature. I'm just going to personally choose to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. That is so unconstitutional. I would actually say it's illegal. I think she needs to be investigated for uh, election tampering, uh, for abuse of power, for abuse of her office. Um, I think she has so far overstepped her legal authority. Um, I, I think I think she has some exposure for doing that. But anyway, that the Colorado case has gone up to the United States Supreme Court. Uh, we're waiting for them to accept certificate cert, and um, they'll hear that case. And I, I mean, I expect them to hear that case. And then we'll we'll see how they rule. And I have no doubt that they're going to rule in favor for Donald Trump. I actually think it could be a unanimous decision. Even the crazy, crazy, well, I shouldn't say crazy, even the, the leftist judges, I don't think are going to allow this to stand because as soon as they do, all the red states are going to take Joe Biden off the ballot for all of the congressional reports. And it, it will fracture our country. This isn't going to be allowed to stand. So that will get, I, like I said, I think that could even be a unanimous decision. If it's not unanimous, I think it would be 8-1, maybe 7-2. It's not even going to be close. It's not going to be a 5-4. I don't even think it'll be a 6-3. It, it's not going to be close. Yeah, I certainly certainly hope you're right. I mean, it's pretty crazy what's going on. You know, yeah. I, before we go with the on forward on the other cases, Rudy Giuliani's case here, he was, he's sued by Ruby and Shay, the same two that are suing Jim yeah. and I and the Gateway Pundit. And that's that lawsuit still in place. But Rudy's case reached the court in D.C. and that corrupt Obama judge ruled mm -hmm. on Rudy without even allowing him a trial. He didn't get to present anything. She just said, you're guilty. She said, yep. you're not helping out here. So you're I'm going to rule that you're guilty. I've never seen that yeah. before. No, it's justice is out the window for the moment in the United States. We have an opportunity to correct that. But, and I, I do think uh, Rudy's case will be overturned on appeal. That is, it's absolutely absurd that she would do that. Um, but I, I think that will get corrected in the long run. There's a lot of things that need to be corrected in 2024. I think it either all gets corrected or none of it gets corrected and the nation's in trouble. Well, that's it, right? To date, it's been pretty close to none of it. Yeah, it's but gotten, it's all, it all comes yeah, down to 2024. Yeah. Yeah, sure yeah. does. Yeah, sure does. So what do you think of these New York cases with Trump? What's the status of those? Are you able to um, share that? I think, yeah. So the New York case, you mean the Letitia James case? Yeah. 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 Um, 
That case is set, I believe closing arguments are January 11th, I think. That's when all the briefs, or the, all the briefs I think need to be filed a little bit before that. And then the, the hearing for closing arguments is um, January 11th, I think. Uh, and then after that, the judge said that he hopes to have a ruling by the end of January, um, but it might leak into February. Um, I expect, I mean, this judge is such a hack. I, I <laughs> quite honestly, I don't Ugh. know that he's capable of being fair. So I think, uh, you know, I hope all, I mean, if you look at the evidence, Michael Cohen was the, the main witness against Donald Trump, right? He's, he's lied under oath. He admitted that he has lied under oath. Uh, he's lied to the court. Uh, he lied to Congress and that's their star witness. Then you have the defense witnesses um, from the banks and the banks say they, the banks testified that they didn't see any problem with the loan. They did not believe that they were victimized and they don't believe that Donald Trump uh, incorrectly valued his property. So those would be the victims if this were actually a problem is the bank. And the bank is even saying, no, not only were we not defrauded, he paid back the loan early. There's no problem with it. So this should be an open shut case. Donald Trump is you know, found not guilty. Um, the only question mark is the integrity of the judge. So we'll we'll see what he does. He might make Donald Trump get it overturned on appeal, but I think it will be overturned on appeal um, if if it goes that far. But this should be a slam dunk for Donald Trump. But we'll we'll see. I think uh, all three New York cases, none of them should have been brought forward. I, I just there's just oh, not yeah. even an, you know, this uh, none, the none of these Carroll cases. Case, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. None of these cases are legitimate cases. Yeah. This is all an attempt to keep Donald Trump out of the White House. Yeah, absolutely. So E. Jean Carroll, she's saying Trump raped her sometime back when we don't know the year even, but she says it happened in a department store. There's no witnesses, of course. Right. Department store that apparently I've talked to some some women that have shopped there say there's like three salespersons around you the whole time. They're trying. Yeah, there's it's no an, way. Elite store. There's no yeah. way. There's that no way it happened. Trump snuck into, isn't it? He snuck into a, a, dressing, a dressing room. room. Trump sneaks into a dressing room and, and yeah. rapes her. It's insane. This lady, and she's being backed by a billionaire from LinkedIn who also of happens course. to be on the Epstein list, right? Uh, that guy, yeah, Reed. Of course. He was, of course. Yeah. Is it done? You know, and, uh, and then you and with the with the Clinton judge uh, Kaplan who just uh, over he just oversaw that uh, FTX case and we saw the DOJ by the way last week decide well, we're not going to look in, in into uh, the FTX and these uh, these uh, donations to politicians we're just going to move on from that uh, you know no big deal here I'm like I'm sitting here thinking I you know and and even Elon Musk said. There's maybe a billion dollars that probably float back from from uh, FTX to these politicians in the U.S. God only knows, and yet the uh, DOJ is not even going to look into it. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, same judge over that, and then we've got this third case in New York, which is this uh, guy out in Manhattan who's claiming Trump apparently made some accounting entries into uh, the books that uh, he's saying are were illegal. The felonies, even though this, it's just he's making up the crime. The crimes aren't even on the books, right? Unbelievable. I'm not. I'm not as familiar with that case, so I can't speak directly yeah. to it. But people are just looking for reasons to sue Donald Trump. Yeah, and I, I was. I when that case came out here, being a former 
accountant executive and having overseen a billion dollar block of business yeah. what grabbed me is when you look for through the 34 supposedly felonies uh they say president trump made these entries made or or told somebody to make them. oh i'm but sorry I'm you're talking about the alvin bragg case yeah 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 the Bragg. oh case, i thought you meant yeah. there was a new one i apologize yeah no oh no alvin no. bragg's case alvin bragg sorry i i didn't realize that that's yeah. the case you're talking about alvin bragg is embarrassed of his own case, which is why he agreed to take the trial date off the calendar, and now it's indefinite. Like, he does not want to go to trial. He wanted to make a name for himself by being the first DA in the country to indict Donald Trump. He got what he wanted, and now he's taking the trial date off calendar and doesn't want to try it. Like, his case is stupid. It's it's totally stupid. And he knows I'm it. He you. knows it. You know, I, I never, when I was overseeing this financial reporting on this block of business, a billion dollar block, I never saw the CEO make an entry. As a matter of fact, of course I never not. made an entry. I never made an entry no. in those books. I mean, there was, no. a, you know, whatever, 100 people around the world that were making entries, but it wasn't me. I was overseeing them. It's it's ludicrous. The whole the whole theme of that is just ludicrous. It makes no sense. When, so when all of this is over, all of these rogue DAs and attorneys general and all of these people who are, and quite honestly, the judges too, they all need to be investigated. And I would say once this all gets corrected, these judges need to be impeached. The judges that are allowing this to happen, of course, federal court, Alvin Bragg is in state court, but um, we need to start holding the judges accountable. And we need to start holding these uh, attorneys accountable who are allowing injustice to percolate throughout the country. It's destroying this country. It's destroying our government and it can't stand. We, we have to open investigations into these, these attorneys that are abusing their power. Yeah. I mean, who, who, uh, who's, who's clicked in on this would ever want to go to court in DC and be on, be on the conservative side. I mean, I, Oh, I don't know. I mean, you can't I mean, get a fair, crazy. you can't get a fair trial. No, you can't get a fair trial. No way. No way. So what about the uh, cases in Georgia and uh, Florida, if you can speak to them? What, what are your sure. thoughts there? Um, well, Georgia, I mean, you know, they've largely been spending their time uh, pressuring supposed co-defendants into pleading to something that has no penalty whatsoever. Um, even the lawyers that have pled guilty are not subject to having their bar licenses removed. Like, that's how ridiculous this is. Like, if a lawyer gets convicted of a crime, you lose your license. But they've they've made deals so that the crimes that they're pleading to are not crimes of moral turpitude, meaning they get to keep their license. So they're basically saying, yeah, OK, I'm guilty of some random thing that doesn't really matter. And it's so minor that I don't even lose my license over it. Uh, but apparently Donald Trump overthrew the United States government like that. That's what they're doing It Georgia. Georgia is such a mess. It, it is such a mess. Um, but I, I think Donald Trump has a really great case there. I don't think they're going to be able to prove anything if it even gets to trial. I wouldn't be I would not be surprised if Georgia was thrown out before trial. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. He's got a great legal team down there. And, you know. Right. That's great we'll to hear. That's what we all want to hear. Yeah. The um, the thing that grabs me about Georgia is you've still got 150,000 or so roughly ballots that yes. are hung up in the courts that we can't see. We've got a yeah. Dominion audit report from the government, CISA, yep. that, that validated Halterman's report that said the machines 
not secure. And I've, I've told people in the corporate world, if you went to a board of directors and said, well, we found that a system here is not secure, they'd, they'd freak. They'd say, shut that thing down right now. You can't afford yeah. to have people getting into your system and putting wall malware in or getting in and yep. stealing your information. It's shut down. And yet that's what they're using for our elections around the country. And then uh, there was another piece too. Oh, so the support and, and well, the processes from election night. I mean, this Rudy, Ruby and Shea case is all about the election night and what happened in Georgia after yeah. the news reported that the, there was a water main break. So, yeah. um, and they were going to shut down for the night. There's and, a lot of questions. There's yeah. a lot of open litigation in Georgia. Still. Yeah. How yeah. could they move forward with President Trump when these big cases are still outstanding? It doesn't make sense to me. No, you know? it doesn't make any sense, which is why I think I think Georgia will end up getting thrown out. But, you know, we'll see. Wow. So what do you think about finally about this case down in uh, Florida? Are you able to talk about that or no? Yeah. Um, so that one's a little bit of an outlier because it has nothing to do with, you know, January 6th or the election. Um I I don't think Jack Smith will get a conviction on that. I don't know that it will go to trial. I hope that Judge Cannon will appropriately apply the Presidential Records Act as well as the case law that has interpreted the Presidential Records Act, which says it's the president and only the president who says what he keeps and what has to be returned. And that case, the case that interpreted the PRA uh, that's Judicial Watch versus NARA, it is expressly clear that NARA, uh, the National Archives and Records Administration, NARA does not have authority to tell the president what he should have returned. Jack Smith's entire case in Florida is that NARA says Donald Trump illegally kept information, illegally kept documents. Well, that's weird because the law says NARA doesn't have authority to make that call. Um, so I, I hope that the case gets thrown out on those grounds. Um, well, you know, it, it remains to be seen because there's classified documents involved in that case. Uh, it's going to go a little bit slower um, because th there's, you know, legal requirements and uh, statutes covering classified documents that uh, the, the, the parties need to comply with. And that has slowed the case a little bit. But if, and if it does ever get to trial, which it shouldn't, but if it does, I don't see any way Jack Smith could ever get a conviction in that case. Mm, that's good to know. The uh, The thing that grabs me is um, about uh, those classified documents. Have they even released the list of classified documents? Sounds like, I thought I read Trump's attorneys are looking for the, okay, give us what, what, what was classified yeah. and they won't, they won't share that list. Is that right? Yeah. That's correct. And that, that's what has slowed the case down is the attorneys have asked for a continuance saying, we don't even have access to the information. Like they have to share that with us um, in order for us to be able to defend the client, defend the defendant, Donald Trump. And so the that case has been delayed a little bit for that. Um, but I'm not sure where it's at right now, if they've gained access to it or not yet, but that was certainly one of the requests that they made. Mm. That's a, uh... That's all just uh, every one of these cases you talk about them, you're like, these aren't they're not they're not straightforward. They're not like you've got videotape of somebody committing a crime. Um, these cases yeah. are um, they're 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 just so vague and it just looks like they continue to bastardize the law. It, it total lawfare is what they're doing across the board, exactly not just with President Trump, but with everybody. Right. And yeah. um 
we got to stop this. This is outrageous. It's it's yep. it where the, you know here here's a thought too, Christina. Where's the where's the people on the right with big money that can jump in and start helping out these individuals like President Trump uh, that are yeah. under attack by this lawfare? Well, thankfully there have been generous people who have done that. Um, so there is there is some of that, but man, they are coming every which way. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, it, it, there. It, it seems, especially because the left has the government, right? They're in control of the government right now, and they're using government resources against Donald Trump. I mean, it's really hard to compete with the United States uh, budget <laughs> when it when it comes yeah. to lawsuits and and criminal charges and all of that. But but there have been some generous donors that step up and you know have helped, um, but you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the president needs more. There's always more cases, but yeah. Um, yeah. 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 We all, yeah. All more. So, so, you, so finally, what's, uh, what's, we see Iowa's coming up here in uh, this month, I guess the Iowa caucuses. Uh, yeah. See that'll be fun. He's been a lot of time. Um, he's been a lot of time. Um, uh, I guess out in Iowa, I've seen him in Fort Dodge, Sioux Center, all these places some relatively small locations um yep he's really wanting to win iowa big oh yeah Any oh problem? yeah i think yeah he will it's gonna be decisive i mean i've been fortunate to attend uh several of these events and even when they're quote-unquote small events thousands of people show up um it, uh, donald trump has never had a small crowd i mean the biggest crowds that his competitors get are puny compared to his smallest crowd, you know? Um, so mm. I think he's going to win Iowa decisively. It's going to be a great victory. And then he'll go on to get New Hampshire and Nevada and South Carolina. Um, and I, I think, I think he'll have the nomination pretty much locked in like March. I, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. And I, yeah. we, we, you know, we all are praying for that. We're hoping and praying because this is just yep. madness what's going on right now. By the way, did you yep. go to, to Fort Dodge? Did you happen to go to the uh, event in Fort Dodge with President No, Trump? I didn't go to Fort Dodge. No, I wasn't there. Oh, that's too bad. That's that's where Jim and I grew up, by the way. Not far oh, from that. Oh, how cool is I, that? Wasn't far away. Actually, I think Jim and I were both lifeguards at that uh, high school years ago. Oh, Same place where awesome. he had the event. Yeah, that so is awesome. we saw that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's cool seeing him going around Iowa. If you're an Iowa native, it's really cool seeing yeah, uh, yeah, Trump, yeah. You know, going around that state. A lot of people, you know, get to meet this guy. So many people have met this guy now, or at least seen him talk. He's been yeah. so, He's so accessible. accessible. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And people are people are on his side. Any last thoughts? Any last predictions for two, uh, 2024? I think we're going to win. Hang in there. It's going to be a bumpy, scary ride, but we we will correct the wrongs of our government. Um, I fully expect Donald Trump to be back in the White House by 2025. And uh, thank you for everything you're doing and for your books and all the good word that you're putting out. Well, thanks, Christina. It's, it's an honor to have you here. Our first day back, uh, first day for 2024. Maybe at the end of the year, we can have you back and we'll sit back. Yeah, and go, we made it. May we made we, it. We and, have it, to know, do that. Look, we will do that. Yes. Yeah. And just say thank the, you know, thank the Lord Jesus. So, anyways, That's thanks right. so much for joining us, Christina. I know you got to go to another meeting, but appreciate you being here. It's always an honor to have you on the show. So uh, yes, best of luck thank in you so 2024. Much. Okay. Take care.
And guys, we're we've got a few minutes left. That was incredible with Christina. It's uh it's uh it's gonna be a crazy year. We all know it. I you can feel it. I've you know, there's been a lot of dread, and I think rightfully so. We've got millions of people crossing the border daily, and not daily, but but uh, annually. How, we don't know how many million, maybe 10 million have crossed already in three years. we got another year. It doesn't seem to be slowing down. We've got Chinese nationals crossing that border. We've got, uh, and they're getting priority access, it seems. The stories, and I, if you guys travel, maybe you've seen this, and I've seen this as for sure, is I, I, you know, I used to have a ton of miles. I used to fly overseas and back, and and had priority access, and and uh, some, you know, all sorts of upgrade points, etc. And I can remember not being able to use those. And I walk on a plane, and I see it looks like people from the third world sitting up there in first class, and some of these major airlines. And I'd be like, that doesn't look normal. Those people don't look like they bought their tickets. I wonder who was buying their tickets, and. Uh, we're seeing it now. It's come out more recently that, yeah, the big airlines are starting some of these people around. We've got charter flights for these people from the border, shipping them around the country. And it really kind of scary stuff, very expensive, and we're paying for it. So, you know, what's going on there? We've That's why I think there's some anxiety. What's going to happen here? You know, um, yesterday, I'm I'm in Florida. There was a uh, one of these... Uh, guys flying uh, over the ocean. I saw them. It's kind of like the kite planes, similar to the ones that the uh, Hamas flew into Israel on October 7th. Same thing, guys flying along the coast. First thing that goes through my head is uh, is October 7th in, in Israel. And you've got to sit back and wonder what's, you know, what's going on here? Is this something I should be concerned about now? And unfortunately, that's where we've gotten as we follow the truth here we know that um we know that there's you know there there is absolutely something going on and we've got to be careful and and i guess ultimately we have to really just sit back and and appreciate all we've been given and also you know be grateful for all we've been given including this great country but i heard years ago with freedom comes responsibility and we need to keep that in mind this year. We've got to stand up, be responsible. Uh, like Christina said, Cause of America and other entities that are going to try to unwind a broken election process and system. And we're going to do all we can to save this country because this is our country and it's our gift to our children, just like uh, we were given this gift from our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents and had a great-grandparent, great-great-grandparent that fought in the Civil War, two two great-great-grandparents. And so we owe to them a lot. And and the protection of this Constitution is so key. We'll be having Gaia back this week on uh, Thursday to talk more about her perceptions of the U.S. from afar. We've got Michael Yan tomorrow talking with us about the southern border. He'll be dialing in i believe from panama uh so much going on so much to report we've got a great show here we look forward to uh giving you the best information out there from the best sources out there throughout the year so happy new year thanks for listening to the joe hoff show thanks for joining us and god bless you and especially in, in the year ahead and we'll be back tomorrow with michael Yan. thanks a lot this is joe hoff signing out have a great day